I'm Tanya Tsoa Anakuroshi, and this is The Now, where young people aren't just the future, we are The Now. Today, I'm talking to Bella Masterson and Bella Kaiser, co-founders of Teen Arts Creative Oasis. Could you each, like, introduce yourselves? Yeah, hi, I'm Bella Kaiser. Um, I'm a co-founder of TACO, Teen Arts Creative Oasis, and I'm stoked to be on your podcast. (laughs) And I'm Bella Masterson. I'm the other co-founder of Teen Arts Creative Oasis, and yes, I'm very excited. Awesome. Um, so my first question that I usually just ask is, like, why do you do what you do? Sure. I can uh, take this one. Um, so we actually started when we were juniors in juniors high school. In high school. Uh, we went to Northside College Prep on the north side of Chicago, and um, we wanted to kind of host a gallery and um, event space because we were noticing that we had a great community of artists in school, but the only way for our friends mainly to, to like promote and um, display their work was in school in the school setting so we really wanted to open up an opportunity for young artists all over the city not necessarily just our friends um, to kind of have a free space to really have the creative freedom to make work not just for an assignment but for um, the general public uh, yeah and also because Chicago Public Schools um love to cut funding, especially when it comes to arts programs. Um, we felt that we needed to provide the city with another platform for youths to be able to um, get their voices out and express themselves because there are so many young artists in Chicago that either don't have the opportunity to like display their work to a general public or like a bigger public or audience. Part of it is the opportunity and another part is financial means because yeah. having a free space to promote your like most galleries that you apply to will have an application fee and we really kind of wanted to subvert that and make it really accessible not just for the artists but for the audiences as well. Awesome. So for people who don't know, could you give like a rundown of what Taco is? Like who, what, when, where? Yeah. So Teen Artists Creative Oasis is a free space for youth artists all over the city um, to participate in um, free, um, I already said free, but um, <laughs> seasonal arts opens. So when we started off, we were having events every um, season, usually around the solstice. Um, it was kind of like a way of welcoming you in the new season and um, with a bunch of amazing art and music. Um, so we have applications that go out um, every few months or we did in the beginning and then once we went off to school um college we kind of passed it down to our younger brothers my brother Seamus and Bella's brother Kenton and they kind of held the torch for a while they definitely updated our website they got some interviews on there so definitely check those out and um when we come home for the summers we like to have one big event for the summer and this event is particularly um important to us because soon we will not be Teens. teens. I'm 19 and Bella's 20, so once I'm 20, um, (laughs) it'll be a little bit hard um, because our mission is really for teens um, and by teens. And we kind of upped it this time to be 21 and under um, that we are accepting, but um, the youth aspect of it is really important to us. Yeah, because we feel sometimes like youth voices are not taken seriously, especially in the art world. So like we want we want youth artists to be able to be taken yeah seriously, of course. Um, Yeah, but we also have a website as Bella mentioned. So like we would want we promoted um, 
youth artists when we were in high school more so than yeah. now. Um, also, not through not just through our planned events, but also through our website. So, like, we'd have people submit to our website, and then we'd have, like, featured artist of the month or something, or whenever yeah. we updated the site. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of artists would submit just, like, we have had have had artists from Macedonia submit to our <sighs> website from all over the U.S., California, Boston, um, so it's kind of a nice experience to bring with us to school because um, I've had friends in college who have submitted and just kind of making it uh, aware that our website is not just where you go to apply, but it's also a way to get engaged with artists in your community and all over the place that are making art that really can resonate with you as well. Yeah. So you mentioned that you got started as juniors in high school. Would you say that you've always like been interested in art like in that way or was it something that happened at that point just like went with it? Um, I'd have to say I've always been interested in art and in general because like well my mom is an artist or she's a pharmacist and an artist on the side so then she's always kind of pushed the arts on my brothers and I but like not like we gladly accepted her like push towards the arts Um, and like my grandfather was a painter and like I just like growing up around painters and like my mom just like making collages and like painting the fruit while I'm like eating breakfast like it was kind of just like I was like oh my god like I want to do this too and then yeah I kind of come at it from the complete opposite um no one in my family is artists but and I'm not either I'm definitely Bella Kaiser is a studio artist but um I'm not I'm definitely more interested in the administration side and also kind of the curatorial aspect so I um my first kind of experience with Um, arts planning and organizations was through the Museum of Contemporary Art. I was on the Teen Creative Agency. Um, I'm on the the Teen teen Creative Agency. Amazing. (laughs) That is such a coincidence. Were you at 21 Minus? Yeah, I was. (laughs) Yeah, this is a a conversation now. But yeah, for people who don't know, 21 Minus is a really cool event run by the Museum of Contemporary Art, Teen Creative Agency that showcases artists under 21. I was just going to say, since you're interested in interested in arts administration you should check out 21 minus no, yeah. I already did that I definitely nice. did um, so that was really amazing too because that is definitely a more large-scale version of what we do but it's also just once a year and um our space is definitely more of a gallery and also um like an arts open so it's definitely a celebration almost and um so I then went to school for, I'm um, studying cinema and media studies, and then also kind of arts administration. Um, so that's definitely my vein, not necessarily studio art. Yeah. Um, so just to get into like the logistics of working on Taco, um, what, are, what were some of the biggest challenges you faced when you first started, and how did you deal with them? When we first started, we really struggled with getting a venue after our first mm. event, because our first event... Well, the reason it's called, it, the abbreviation is tacos, because we held the event at Flacco's Tacos, and then I was like, Bella, we have to create an abbreviation, <laughs> like, it needs to be an acronym for taco, and then, yeah. but then it, like, blossomed into this beautiful project that we keep doing, um, but after we, after the Flacco's, the event at Flacco's, we were just like, oh my god, like, where are we supposed to hold our next event, yeah. um, and then luck- luckily, we had a friend's mom like donate her gallery space to us actually for the second one but I remember being like really freaked out about like having a space that like we didn't because like we didn't have the funds when we first started this to like rent like event spaces are expensive (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) we were in high school um we still we're college students yeah definitely (laughs) but um yeah I remember that being a challenge um until we were 
blessed with the yeah. 1906 North Halstead. Yeah, it's um, a funny story. Um, my dad is, so our primary event space after the first few where we were jumping around, um, we kind of got a semi-permanent one in Lincoln Park. And that was a, it's actually my dad's garage. Um, and then the front room, he was trying to turn into a storefront that he could rent out or something because all he needed was the garage area. And our alderman and him got in a huge fight, and um, basically he, she said that we couldn't use that space as a um, retail. It had to be residential. So we took it over. We painted a huge mural on one of the walls and really made it um, our, like ours. And so each season we would have like a consistent space to show art, have concerts. We did a few concerts that were not necessarily our seasonal arts opens. Um, which got kind of rowdy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so that was really, really lucky for us to get that. And now that space is being used as a um, theater rehearsal space for theaters around the city, uh, or one specific one. And so we've moved to the space for our next event, which is on July 29th. It's at 950 West Lake, um, which is right under the Morgan Green Line. How has that process been like, or what has that process been like, securing a venue or the new one? Because I feel like thinking about like event organizing and playing yeah. the scariest part to me is like being under 18 and going up to someone being like I need to use yeah. your space and like I don't have any money but like it's important so yeah so I think one of the ways that we have uh finagled that is by saying that our events are nonprofit, so none of the funds that we raise go to us at all not even for overhead fees um all of the money raised goes to including money for um, donations and admittance donations, and um, we for, sell tacos yeah. at the events. <laughs> for refreshments. Um, refreshments. Stuff, yeah. All that money goes directly to an organization that we care about. So when we were trying to find a venue for this event, we were emailing a few places and saying, um, would you like to donate your space? Because I think one thing that's hard with working with teen artists specifically is the lack of trust that adults have in us. Um, so... It was definitely a struggle for a lot of our events in the beginning to say we have to end by a certain time, it cannot get too rowdy. Um, when you have teens coming in from all over the place... It gets rowdy. It gets rowdy because yeah. we don't know everyone who's coming. It's not just our friends anymore like it was in the first event. And um, you really have to maintain control. So I think we both found our voice partially in yelling at people to... <laughs> to stay off the yeah. um, but also yeah it's tough yeah especially because renting galleries can be so expensive mm -hmm. we had to do a GoFundMe for one of our events um, yeah. to raise money not just for um, like equipment but also everything else that we wanted to do yeah and also if you know any like adult artists who have studio spaces who are like kind it's really good to talk to them also about getting gallery spaces because for our second event it was just like our friends like mom is an artist so and she was like well I have this great gallery space and like yeah. studio space that like you guys like I can have one show out a year but I'll donate my one show to you oh. which is really sweet so um, amazing, yeah. but yeah just like talking to established adult artists yeah. <laughs> we also were lucky enough to have a lot of kind of artists and art, organiz art organizer and mentors like through high school like we both took classes at ASM and we were both part of like different arts programs around the city that being able to uh, speak to people I know one of the lead artists at TCA it has a gallery and um, so really just 
using that networking and like finding your voice as a teenager and saying, no, this is exactly what I want to do. This is my vision. And it's important. Yeah. On the note of like having to like control people, like is there like a one big wild thing that's ever happened at a taco event that you've Ooh, learned a lot um, from maybe maybe it was a big learning yeah, experience yeah. so teenagers are kind of crazy they like to party even if you advertise your event as family friendly even when no, there's children and adults yeah even yeah um but we actually, yeah, I don't know if you're thinking of the same yeah, one. Yeah, I am. <laughs> we had a thing. show, not a taco show, but a taco another, presents yeah. show. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names, but it got very out of hand. The police were called. Um, not even because of the craziness that was happening inside, but just like noise complaints. Being in Lincoln Park, I think we're both very excited to get out of that neighborhood because neighbors were no, no, nosy and really didn't like events that went on too late. And so. when they saw a lot of kids going to one place, they were immediately like, yeah. something's going on there. Kids love to smoke like, cigarettes outside <laughs> in front of and so everyone. so like all those neighbors were very yeah. skeptical. So that was... Um, yeah, actually, I think the police have been called at two or three events just because of curfew and noise, mm. which is so frustrating. That is so moving out of there will be yeah. very nice. Nice. Yeah, but you just got to tell people no, and can you please leave yeah. <laughs> yeah. if they're not, yeah. if they don't listen to you. And that's, and like, kinda hard. Sc- yeah, it's kind of scary it when you're hard. the same age. Yeah, when you're the same age. Because yeah. it's just you're like, so much uh. smaller. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's some, yeah, there's some really tall big teenagers out yes, here. Yeah. There really are. Yeah. It's really funny to see that with them because they are scared. Mm. Yeah. So small. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was just wondering if you could like run through what it's like organizing a, an event from start to finish. I know it's like a lot, but yeah, you don't have to get everything. Yeah. But. Um, I think we've really finessed the process. Do you want to talk a little bit about planning and stuff? Yeah, so do you want us to talk about, like, this past, or this upcoming event? I guess sure. Yeah, that, that's yeah. So we started planning, like, months ago, I think. Yeah. Um, just, like, the, like we just kind of, like, started with, like, okay, we're going to have a show in this month on this date, and then, like, once we decide that we're going to actually be doing this, we started adding details, so then the second thing we did or like the next step we did was like come up with a theme and then once you come up with a theme you have to get all you have to push out your theme to the artists and like to the public so then we made the an application um on the website we updated our website yeah our website was (laughs) really we had to do a lot of work with like making it really readable for this event yeah kind of make it more reflect our theme make it more accessible and have the form, like, right there. Yeah. So then we made the application. We made the application form. Um, and then a poster for the application so that we yeah. can make a Facebook event for the applica- for the application, um, like a call to artists. Um, and then once we had people, like, starting to get interested in it is when we started thinking about the space. Yeah. Well, another funny thing about getting people interested is that I don't want to say our generation, but our year, we were definitely on Facebook more, and that was, when we were in high school, that was our way of getting the news out, but 
these days, um, most people are on Instagram, and that was a shift for us because, um, personally, it just doesn't make as much sense to me, so, like, promoting an event on Instagram is definitely the best way to go about getting people younger than us and, um, like, teenagers, and so we had to do that a lot differently, like, Instagram stories to get people, mm -hmm. like, posting a lot, um, which, compared to Facebook, is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of Instagram stories and a lot yeah. of taco Instagram posts yeah. this time around. Spamming which is awesome. everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On Instagram. Um, yeah, definitely. And also, just finding a date for an event is so hard. Like, yeah. The amount of music festivals yeah, we had to arts festivals. We had to make everything. sure we weren't on falling on Pitchfork, the weekend of Pitchfork, and then yeah. there's something else happening. Holidays. And the, or or Lala. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I think we're like, san our event is sandwiched in between the weekends, like between Pitchfork and Lala or yeah, something like is. that. Yeah, it is. Because we were like, all these kids are yeah. like, gonna mm -hmm. be. Anyone else having a concert on this day yeah, or anything, yeah. like really trying to get as many people as possible. Yeah, so then we put it on a Sunday because we were like, most things don't happen on Sunday. Most people are free on Sundays. Yeah. Day of rest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, at night. Yeah. And also, I think the most stressful part of it for me is, like, is anyone going to come to this? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I, how do we make sure that people are going to show up? Because part of it is really, like, just showing up, like, finding a cool free event and going to it or, like doing the five dollar donation or whatever but like there's so many things happening in Chicago at a given time and I definitely do not take advantage of all of that and to kind of expect people to just want to come to this it's it's tough and I think that stress is always yeah it's bad um but I mean it always works out there's always almost one of the events we had had no air conditioning and there were like 200 people inside so hot so I thought I was gonna pass out yeah. <laughs> it was bad we were like yeah passing out water. <laughs> no, please stay <laughs> hydrated. Yeah. yeah. And then the amount of emails that are sent to oh different God. art centers around Chicago, like, we've sent so many emails. So, like, like, to publicize? Yeah. yeah. So, like, for the application, we emailed Marwin Lil and Street. Lil Street and, um, yeah, TCA, <laughs> Spudnik Press, which is a printing press, um, Firehouse. Firehouse, tried to get a hold of someone at ASM. Um, just, like, all the different arts programs that, like, we were familiar with or, like, knew, a per like, a specific person to email that would most likely be interested or, like, yeah. help us out, um, we pushed our event, or our application page out to them. And we actually got a lot of really nice, positive responses, and, like, a lot of people were really excited about it, which really made me happy and I got even more excited about definitely putting on the event I was like oh my god <laughs> well and another thing is we're, we're not really in the stage of event planning yet but in former years wrangling teenage artists and just having wrangling. them it is wrangling it's like, it's like a sheep herder like, okay please come in on this date like please come in and set it up and everyone has such busy schedules it's so hard um, um, email I think definitely isn't the best way to do this, but we used to kind of do a Facebook message to contact people, but um, it's usually very difficult to make sure everyone comes in on time, sound checks, sets up their own work, because we really want to make sure that the artist's vision is upheld. Yeah. 
Yeah. And this year we've gotten applications from people who don't even live in Chicago. Wow. So we'll have to kind of figure out. <laughs> yeah, we're like, so can you mail us? You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really understand what they are thinking, but I'm excited to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, Because their pieces are beautiful. We're just like, yes. Yeah. And then we're like, wait, you don't live here. Oh, like, well, we can't like are they Chicago land area? Like this. Yeah, like like in a different state. Like, oh, wow. like we were in Chicago, but now we're like spending our summer here, yeah. and then we're like, oh maybe, or maybe we could like, I don't know, we don't yeah. know, we'll figure it out. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Cool. Is there more on the process? Um. Well, the day before the event is our most hectic day because that's usually when most of our artists come in to hang their work. Um. So. As curators, kind of figuring out what we want next to each other, what what ha- we have space for. Like we were just talking about sculptural work, that is so difficult to actually um, find space for it and make sure it's not um, it's seen. Um, so that day, I'm really not looking forward to. I am very well, much looking forward to it, but it's yeah. Very stressful. We're, we're trying to this time because it's. What, what day is it? July 6th? 6th. 6th. July 6th. Yeah. Um, we have time. Yeah, we, we're trying to, like, we've already collected, like, a lot of submissions, so then we're just going to try to have artists come in throughout the month of July, so it's a yeah. little bit less hectic on us. And we actually Definitely. just pushed out a volunteer um, schedule, so if anybody, if yeah, anybody out there listening. is interested, yeah. in volunteer. <laughs> is it on the website? Um, not yet, but it will be. It's on Facebook. We should have it on the website. Yeah, on we should. We should have. Oh yes. yeah, we should have this Instagram. <laughs> Thank cool. you. No <laughs> cool. Um, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about curation. So you mentioned like working with sculpture and like making sure things get seen. What is that part like? And also the whole idea of like creating a space with a given theme and like a mood or something. Definitely. I think that this is actually the first event we've done with a theme, with like a set theme. Kind of our other events actually usually the theme is being a youth artist. Honestly, I think a lot of youth artists make art about being a youth artist and about their communities, about Chicago, about where they grow up. And this theme is definitely more specific. Um, Our theme for this event is environment. Um, The name of the show is Local Landscapes. And so we really wanted art that, um, to kind of reflect that, to be about where you grew up, where, like, what's important to you, um, your environment, your media landscape, your, um, the political environment, like, anything that relates to where you are situated. Yeah. The cli- Eco-activism. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. We've gotten some submissions for that as well, which is awesome. Yeah. Whatever environment means to you. Yeah. And we're also donating, our organization that we're donating all the proceeds to this is, um, this event is Social Works Chicago. Um, which is, as everyone listening probably knows, uh, Chance the Rapper's um, organization, which kind of is dedicated to promoting space for youth artists and um, events and things like that in Chicago. So Chicago is really important to us. It definitely shapes what we do and um, I think what everyone living in Chicago does. So (laughs) that's exciting. And Bella can kind of talk more about um, like the actual curatorial yeah, I don't know. I so <laughs> every so we would just like kind of lay out everything that we were given to us usually, and like we were like just all the art that was submitted, and so we'd have it like out on like a table or like just like we were just surrounded by it. Yeah. Um, and then we'd try to figure out how to keep the viewers interested. So we didn't ever want to have too many photographs next to each other because then somebody's photos would get drowned out by 
just because it's just so many photos next to each other. So we would try to alternate with like photographs, like a photo, like a photo series, and then a painting, and then a sculpture, just yeah. to keep the viewer like kind of going and like having like a fresh new piece next to each piece, um, which was most important to us. And then like trying not to have anyone's art like land in like a weird nook or cranny. Yeah. Um, and then also trying to keep the work safe, um, especially because we ha- were having uh, art, uh, we were having musicians perform as well. Um, so like just like hanging it up high enough is really yeah. important, and like. Yeah, and, and like we and making sure the wall was clean and just like little things like that also. And we are really fortunate to have a lot of friends and family members who do volunteer and help us and paint the walls for us and help us set up art or help us clean, which is so necessary. And um, yeah, cleaning is a huge part yeah. of it. Just making the space look presentable itself Definitely. and like so it's pleasant to actually be in. Um, for the audience members, because like being if the space is dirty, I, it started out very dirty, and we were just like, oh man, no one wants to like hang out in here. That's a big part of it. Yeah, um, we're gonna go clean right today. now. I think yeah, right after this, clean the space, <laughs> start. <laughs> cool. What's the budgeting process like now that it seems like you have a budget to work with in these later ones? So, sort of. We actually did a GoFundMe a couple years ago, and that carried us through, like, eight events, um, as far as buying materials and paint and um, things like that. Wall hangers. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really talked about this budget for this event, but honestly, um, everything has been donated to us, and... There are a few stipulations for the the space in general, like no, we can't drill in the walls, we can't um, make any holes in the white wall, so that will be something to think about. And I think because we're expecting this event to be larger than our other ones previous, um, perhaps some of our donations will go to those overhead fees this time. I'm not really sure. We actually yeah. have a lot of materials like we have a lot of hanging materials and things left over and we reuse almost everything nails we reuse sticky tack we reuse almost everything so yeah 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 Hmm. um what are like last minute or unexpected challenges you faced in the past when planning events Artists bringing their work on the day of the event, like an hour before. Yeah. Artists we're just, taking like, really down their art halfway out. through the event. Yeah, yeah and then leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, bands that have tough schedules that can't sound check necessarily. Um, the microphones never seem to work. Yeah, <laughs> we're the, the um, thermostat for that one yeah. event just completely yeah. broke, and then our air, air conditioning wasn't working. Um, it's also a lot hard of because around. in the first few events we had poets and we had a lot of spoken word and we had um, more mellow music and I think having a space where people are expected to be quiet is really tough. Like mm-hmm. we have learned that we can't expect all the people. It is a social event as well and we can't really expect everyone to um, listen as much as we would like. So definitely we unfortunately don't have any more, we don't allow poets or slam poets or anything like that anymore just because it really is so hard to keep people um, quiet. Yeah, and we want them to be heard and we want people yeah. to listen, but that it was just unfortunate. The kids were just like, we'd be like, be quiet, yeah. like yell so many times and then still they'd be like, meh, 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 
Yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, you just can't expect to be able to control the audience completely, of course. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, how do you usually feel before the start of an event, like right before? I think I'm definitely more anxious. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm kind of giddy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, I'm just so stressed. I don't even know. I just think because there are so many things we can't control, I'm definitely a control freak. And having things like things falling off the walls or people showing up or are people going to show up? Like all of that just haunts me. Are they going to mosh? Are they going to mosh? Yeah. So, but Bella keeps me sane and normal. Um, So, yeah, it's fun. We order pizza to... Yeah, we always have a, it's our ritual Lumonati's pre-show Lumonati's. Yeah. And then for, for, for whoever, like, helped us set up that day and stuff, and we all just sit there, eat yeah. pizza, and then once we're done with the pizza, people start filing in. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, on the flip side, how do you feel after the events? I think that's when I, I'm at my most giddy. Really? I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, just kind no, of riding really the nice. high of a successful event. Um, Sad when it ends, yeah, I think. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's over. Yeah, but then almost immediately you're thrown into cleanup because all these spaces that we kind of work with, it's we can't have things in there for long, especially this one. It's going to have to be like immediate takedown. Um, so it's really nice to have people who kind of stay later. Usually... Um, we give them free tacos and things like that to kind of help us break it down, sweep up. Yeah. People like we to pay, litter on the floor. We pay in tacos. Yeah. <laughs> we pay in tacos. How do you, like, this is kind of a weird question, how do you tell when an event was successful? You know, like, what does that feel like? Or, like, how do yeah. you, you know, yeah. I feel like it's when people, like, don't want to leave, even though we're, like, mm-hmm. okay, like, it's over, see you later, guys. And, like, yeah. people kind of just, like, sit around and like the room's kind of like buzzing with conversation yeah. and they're just like oh like no but like we're just having such a good time and people just want to hang out um yeah it's definitely most successful for me when you see people almost as focused on the art as they are on the music um yeah. that's always so exciting to me or when people come up to me and ask questions about artists or we've had people um actually Manwolves has come up to me and said we love this artist on your website we want um them to design all of our album art and you I was like yeah. No way. <laughs> so That's I got so cool. like a message, or you know, he came up to me and he said, um, "Like we've been on your website so and we cool. really love this artist." And people have had tattoos of that artist because of that band, and that's just so exciting to me because that's really what one of our visions was: the networking aspect. So having the artists be really engaged, and um, it's just so exciting. That's amazing. Like, yeah, it's so it cool. Yeah, exactly. When the audience yeah. is engaged, definitely. Yeah. Like, sometimes people will just, like, sit down and, like, actually just, like, be there to listen to the music. And, like, I think that's really sweet, too, is when yeah. people are just, like, totally engaged yeah. in the performance and, then, like, and also the art, the visual artworks as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so kind of moving on to, like, less logistics, more personal stuff. So how would you say that you manage, like organizing these huge events with like going to a really selective school and like life and things a lot of lists yeah so many lists honestly (laughs) I've thought about this a lot being in college now like how the heck did I do like all of the things that I did I think it was like a lack of sleep maybe (laughs) is how that happened I think (laughs) we also keep each other um grounded throughout Mm -hmm. um like we definitely have a lot of like self-care practices of just like okay let's sit down let's do this and then we won't 
kill ourselves by staying too late or, um, yeah, I think, I think especially senior year, that was a really big focus for us was like wellness and making sure that this wasn't completely overwhelming. Um, so, and we had a lot of help. So yeah. And it's, it's really, yeah. It's easy when you have so a lot of help. So thankful for our friends who like yeah. really, yeah, believe in us and our vision. They like always came through and like helped us with everything that we needed to do. Um, very thankful for them. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's nice to have a partner. Yeah, uh, oh my a gosh, partner I was in crime. So yeah. <laughs> because because like if I like for example for this event, like I'm making the posters, so then Bella's like sending out all these emails and then like we'll just like switch off on our responsibilities. Um, but juggling that with like high school stuff. We just had set I think we just like set days like yeah. it, that crazy Google, Google calendar just add in like yeah. a slot for like when we're gonna do sit down and do taco stuff and like definitely doing it at school. Yeah, we would do it at school. We yeah, an orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell <do laughs> Mr. Park. <laughs> we love orchestra. No, um, but yeah, really just having that on your mind all the time. It's good. And then it feels like once the event is over, we're already thinking about the next one. Mm-hmm. So it's nice now that we only do them once a year. Um, we can kind of build up to it. Yeah, and, like, definitely, like, keeping a little book or something, yeah. just, like, a small to-do, book full of to-do lists or, like, a little calendar. That's how... We make a lot of sketches of the space. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, and just, yeah. Yeah. Definitely keeping each other grounded, too. Yeah, and <laughs> I would say for say people... Again. I would say for people who are looking to create events and to host galleries, um, a really big part of it is just staying organized. And because you really have to kind of think ahead to all the things that could go wrong, but know that, like, they're not going to go wrong, everything's going to be good, and just to stay organized and make sure that you are keeping yourself sane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, safe. Could you go into, like, detail on, like, the wellness, just, like, a few things or uh, yeah. mindfulness things that you've done? Um, I think we've meditated. <laughs> oh, like, we yeah, we've definitely, like, <laughs> sat down and just, like, meditated together yeah. or, like... We take naps. <laughs> yeah, we definitely take a lot of uh, cat naps together. Um, and also switching off is so important. If I'm saying, like, I'm just so overwhelmed, I have a lot of homework when we were in high school, like... You're like, no problem, yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, or vice versa. Um, we've done these events through family stuff. We've done them through crazy finals. We've... It's really... Um, yeah, just keeping it manageable, saying, like, no, we don't need a hundred artists, like, really relying on our friends. Like, we have friends yeah. who come out with work, like, they just pop it out, like, amazing things, and just saying, okay, well, we can rely on this person to have something amazing for us to show. Yeah, and also just, like, because we were doing this together, another thing we would do is kind of, like, tell each other no about yeah. things. Like, yeah, that's like, should one. I do this? And it's just, like, no, like, you have all this stuff going on. Like, it'll be okay if you don't do it. And just having someone to talk to is a huge... Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's really difficult yeah. to say, like, no to yourself when you, like, want to try yeah. different things. So, yeah, that's really interesting. And it is hard to say no to each other, but I think we've gotten good at it. Yeah, it's or, like, yeah. should I be doing this? It's like, no. we have to do this tomorrow. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> we have to sweep. do this other thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like... We would do, like, cross-country and stuff together. Yeah. We'd run. That always helps me to, like, Not so unwind. much me, but yeah. Helps. <laughs> yeah, that's how I just get rid of everything that's on my mind. I just go for a run, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah. so much better. <laughs> yeah, so what do you hope to accomplish with Taco? Like, what is your, like, big goal? 
I think I can talk about things that like we have accomplished to make that like even a bigger one. Like one of our major one one time that I felt very accomplished was when an artist came up to me and said, "I was so excited to do this. I could put it on my resume." And I was like, "You can put it on like that's <laughs> something like that's a, even just a professional aspect of that that really makes it so worth it." Or being able to um, say that like other people find it just as important as we do. Yeah, and I think also I. I love when we connect artists, like we've said already, like mm-hmm. Cam Collins and Manwolf. So yeah. we're connected, like, I think that's amazing. And, like, just connecting people like that inspires both artists to keep doing what they're doing, um, which is also important because if you're an artist and you're making work and no one's seeing it and you don't have the chance to d- display it, it's that becomes disheartening. And, like, sometimes you're like, oh, like, nobody wants to see my work. Like, I don't want to make this work anymore. But a lot of the time the work you're making is really important. So it's like we want to help artists, especially youth artists, who are just starting to find their voice to continue to do what they're doing and to, like, um, just, like, delve deeper and, like, continue to be inspired and, like, know that what they're doing is important and that there are people listening. I think a future goal for us both is that Taco can continue, even if we're not necessarily the directors of it. Um, uh, we experimented with that with our brothers, and that was, I think, really successful. And they're now going off to college, so if anyone out there wants to take the reins, <laughs> we are more than um, yeah. willing to talk with you. Or even just like knowing that there are a lot of a lot more youth um, opportunities for showing artwork, like just mm-hmm. like popping up, like more uh, fourteen by teens thing, like just like seeing that, like Taco will live on through that yeah. <laughs> to me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, awesome. Um, how do you think you've seen both yourselves and Taco grow since you first started? I think geographical kind of expansion is one thing with where our artists come from. Um, we definitely just started off with our school community and like other various friends and friends of friends. And I think as Taco grows and kind of becomes a, a thing of its own, like I feel like almost at this point, we don't have to manage it as much. And it's kind of cre- become something that, like our applications now, I would say 95% of them, I've never even met the artist, which is so exciting to me because um, it really does cement the idea that there are people all over the city, all over the state that are doing things that um, we can help with. Yeah, and um, in terms of like myself growing, uh, like Taco has really informed where I stand on like institute and like on issues within the institutional art world so bureaucracy (laughs) yeah so as I was like taking art history courses and things I'm like oh like this is so like European and western centric and only certain like specific people like are like put in the limelight in like the art world um and just like thinking about that and like taco and like how we allow like anybody like to show their work and like how many different artists there are and like who's considered an outsider artist and like I just like think that the art world needs to be more inclusive, honestly, and, like, it's so elite right now, and, like, especially when you get, like, high up there, like, in those museums and things, it's just, like, really elitist, and, like, it's just, like, art is so expensive, and, like, it doesn't have to be expensive, like, people, there's so many artists, like, that don't make any money at all, and a few who make all of the money, and, like, just, like, price their work so expensive, it's just, like, crazy. Yeah, Um, spiral. (laughs) But then, like, because, like, we ca- we came from doing, like, taco and stuff, I realized, like, there are so many artists in the world and, like, so many different types of people 
who want, can, like want to and can enjoy artwork and like the art world doesn't have to be what it is. And then like going to art school now, I'm just like, yeah, what? <laughs> this is not the art world that I knew. Yeah, and that's something about Chicago that is so amazing is that Chicago really has so many free art like opportunities for youth, and we wanted to be one of them. We wanted to fill the void. Um, but as I'm growing up, I'm like learning that there are so like right now we're in the U Media Lab at Harold Washington Library, and I never knew this existed, and it is so incredible. And it's just things that I just want youth artists to be able to take um, advantage of. Um, and I think personally, um, Taco, as far as it empowering us, it definitely makes you feel like like it has informed what I want to do with my life, and it's saying like, oh, I want to create these spaces for people all over the place and that's something that I kind of want to pursue yeah um what has been like the biggest milestone for taco like the greatest moment I guess in that history that's a good question I think one of them was when um this is kind of shallow but one of them was when we hit 1000 for our donations, like once one of our events, I think it was like our fourth or fifth, when we reached like a thousand dollars to be able to donate, it was more than that. But um, I think those kind of monetary goals are also very important to us um, because it's like, yes, we're in our own community, but we're also making an impact on the larger world around us. And having um, people recognize that and reach back and say, um, like, we were part of the Art Institute's, um, they have an online course with MoMA and the Tate in London, and they did a segment on us, and that was a huge milestone for yeah, us just because, yeah, that was really cool. cool. That's awesome, um, yeah. So I think little things like that, that... But then it's like, also, it's like, we reached like a great monetary goal, but that also informs us of how many people came yeah, to exactly. the event, um, because it, we were asking for like donations at the door, um... Yeah. then that means, like, oh, like, there were, like, a ton of people that came through. And, like, that's also amazing because so many people are looking at other people's work and yeah. listening to their music. And, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Is there a character trait that you think that someone would need to be able to organize an event, like Taco, that has helped you be able to organize these events? Um, organized. Organized, Definitely yeah. need to, like, some level of organization. Or someone it's, to keep you organized. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or two people who are kind of organized. Um, that's a big one. Um, also passion, I think, yeah. which is kind of a hard character trait to identify, but um, it really takes you loving what you do. Yeah. And I would say that for anything that you do. Motivated? Like, is motivation. <laughs> yeah. Motivation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because you guys are from Chicago, um, I'm trying to ask the Chicago residents on this podcast, what's your favorite thing about the city or about your neighborhood? Oh my gosh. I think my favorite thing about Chicago is all the people, amazing people that I've met here. Um, just like coming back here, it is, it's home. It's just, it's yeah. home. And like when I meet my friends who I grew up with, like in other cities, I still feel like I'm home. Um, so I'd, I'd have to say. Yeah. Like, I would say another thing that I love about Chicago is that every neighborhood has such a distinct um, character, and we see that even just coming through the applications, um, especially for this theme environment, like seeing where people come from even as part of the city. Yes, we're all from Chicago, but our experiences are so different from all over, um, and seeing 
a neighborhood represented or like we were in Lincoln Park but I'm really excited to now be downtown because I think it's way more accessible and like way more of a hub um, and knowing that we didn't just want this space to exist in Northside we love Chicago because of all the different neighborhoods and that um, people come from yeah and there are just so many different amazing people all over the city like yeah yeah, the and honestly, you this has just amazing. helped me meet people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been great, like, meeting really amazing people. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago is dope. <laughs> what should people look out for for Taco in the future? Just to restate the facts about July's event. Yeah, so our next event coming up, July 29th. Um, it'll be at 950 West Lake, um, the Morgan Green Line. Um, and you should look out for a big show. I would say. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, super excited. Cool. There's going to be some amazing art. If this is the last tech event that Belle and I are hosting, I'm not saying it necessarily has to be, but if it is, you definitely don't want to miss it. Um, and you don't want to miss the tacos. You don't want to miss... Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to uh, miss it. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give someone who's interested in doing what you guys do? I would say go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. There's nothing holding you back. Yeah. And like, if you think that you aren't ha- like having a lot of opportunities in general, make your own opportunities totally. and make yeah. your own pathway. And like, you can do it. <laughs> and cool. use use your like lean on your community and lean on um, your friends, your teachers, anyone to really make what you want happen happen. Because I mean, it can be done definitely. And it doesn't have to be expensive, and it doesn't have to be um, overwhelming. Like, it can happen. Yeah. How can the listeners of the podcast get involved? Yeah. We actually are about to push out the volunteer form, like we said. We yeah. love for people to um, sign up to come in and help clean or help the day of. We need event photographers. We need yeah. Yeah. Um, door people. Um, we'll be asking for a $5 donation, as we do usually. Um won't be stringent, but we really yeah. hope that people can donate that. So, um, And we also will be having a clothing drive at the event. Um, so bring, bring clothes. clothes that you want to donate, and then we're going to be selling everything for a dollar and trying to raise money that way as well. Um, yeah, and just being there to support the youth artists means a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, and then tech- checking out... Yeah. tacoplanet.org <laughs> yeah, and, if, yeah. and if you're out there and wanting to submit submit because even if we can't use you for this event we'd love to have you on the website or something like that so just go for it our website is www.tacoplanet.org <laughs> that was like NPR <laughs> cool. cool. my radio voice yeah. <laughs> awesome so that's it Thank you all so much for listening. Special thanks to everyone at the Harold Washington Library Media Center. You can find me, Kenyon Sola, on Instagram at S-U-H-R-I-I-L. And you can find Teen Artist Creative Oasis online at tacoplanet.org. And on Instagram at tacoplanetchicago. Thank you.